0: Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. Really quickly, before we get into this episode, I wanted to mention my Patreon. Patrons get all of the podcasts a week early. I do giveaways. I do some other stuff. But most importantly, if you want me to review your music or artwork or anything else, Patreon is the way to do that. Every month, I do a call for submissions All you need to do if you want me to review something is just post it in the comments of that post. Then I will review it live on Twitch for the hundreds of people that tune into every stream and post it on Patreon for everyone to check out. All you need to do is just join at the $10 and up level. Stay tuned for that post. And you are good to go so if that sounds cool to you and you want me to review your music artwork or anything else hit the link in the show notes for this episode and thank you very much to everyone who supports over on patreon so I did an Instagram Q&A and one of the questions I got was this can you explain why so many metalheads get passionately angry at you it boggles me well it boggles me too (laughs) well actually it doesn't boggle me i am unboggled by it i think i actually do understand why they get so angry at me for anybody who thinks i might be exaggerating because when i say this kind of thing people like oh do they really hate you you know is it really that bad listen half the fucking time i open up reddit there's a fucking thread about me on one of these you know various different metal subreddits which by the way this is metal memes This has 314,000 people in it. This thread has 154 comments, 770 (laughs) updutes. The uh, joke here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Metalheads can't meme. This thread here on Metal Memes is called Know Your Enemy in the category of rent fucking free, meaning that I live in their heads rent free. And uh, it is a SpongeBob meme with my face on a poster that says Wanted Maniac." And then Metalhead's shrieking in terror and anger. Uh, I'm not going to read you all of it, but you know. 154 comments now. I used to kind of like him, but he weirdly talks about smelling Fred Durst's fingers way too often. Okay, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. I talked about smelling Shifty Shellshock's finger. I have never talked about smelling Fred Durst's finger, I don't think. It's actually possible that I have, maybe in the context of him dating uh, Christina Aguilera and or Britney Spears. So it is actually possible that I did talk about smelling Frederick's fingers, but that's not weird. OK, guys, come on. I'm just saying, if you had the ch- knowing that he smashed Prime Britney and may have dated Prime Christine Aguilera, are you saying you wouldn't smell his finger? I would say if you would turn down the chance to smell Shifty Shell Shock or Fred Durst's fingers, I think you're the weird one. Here is more along the lines of the uh kind of stuff that I expect from these guys. Today we're gonna talk about why your favorite band fucking sucks. They aren't hip hop and they are racist for not being black, and they aren't hardcore or punk. So a lot of these people think that all I do is talk shit about metal not wrong (laughs) not wrong uh on the other hand i talk about metal an awful lot i mean like i have a video about slam that has like hundreds of thousands of views that's like an extremely underground genre of metal there's nobody else that's documented that kind of stuff that i have so i feel like i've been branded as a metal hater when really i'm the opposite of that i have documented and shown a lot of love to metal um and yet for some reason They think that I hate metal. I can't think of a person with as bad takes about metal as him. No, no, he also has dog shit takes on punk. His idea of punk seems to be dead Kennedy's and minor threat. You'll never hear him talk about anything more modern, obscure, or extreme. Also, he likes metalcore, which is enough of a justification for saying he has bad taste. So some uh, Reddit metal fans arguing about what real punk is. Is and isn't like D beat and grindcore, blah blah blah. Don't wish him ill or anything. I just wish he would stop giving out his trash opinions and stating them as fact. Uh they're right. He's admitted in a couple of videos that he doesn't actually have an MBA. That is true. I'm a fraud. Confirmed poser who does not own a Black Sabbath album, confirmed fraud, who also does not have an NBA. That part is true. Redditors always look down on other social media platforms such as Facebook and Twitter, but Reddit has been just as bad for quite a while now. It's true. I think they don't realize that they've created the enemy they are fighting. Like, you were frustrated at the fans, not the bands. That is very true. The the bands are fine. Calling post-hardcore boy bands of breakdowns will remain a fucking great line no matter what. Thank you. I agree. That was a a great line. But his follow-up live stream to his black metal takes was, ho boy. I like the music he shared, but just the title being the black metal masterclass. It should be more than enough. Blah, 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 blah. Um, So you get the idea. Well over a hundred comments about how awful I am. Blah, blah, blah. You get it. And there's lots more like this. I'm not going to go bother showing you all of them, but search my name on Reddit and you will see lots and lots of threads about me, about how awful I am. You go look in some of these Facebook groups, you'll see the same thing. Lots of people on uh, every social media platform, primarily metal fans. They seem to be the ones that dislike me the most. They're always the ones who seem to, you know, I don't know. I, 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 let's play a Morbid Angel video in the background while I talk about this. Because why not? Because I love Morbid Angel. You would think that they would get tired of... um talking about how awful I am. But it seems to be something that they can pretty much do forever. Yeah, metalheads are obsessed with you. That's kind of what I feel like. Uh, It's kind of flattering. Uh, It is kind of flattering. Um, At the same time, it is also kind of tiring. But to get back to the original question here, can you explain why so many metalheads get passionately angry at you? I think the answer is this. Um, It's not just that they disagree with my opinions about music. I mean, that is part of it. I suppose you know these people have strong opinions about that stuff. But I think what it comes down to, it's actually something much larger, which is actually what I wanted to talk about here, which is that um for these people, their taste in music is their entire identity. The music that they consume, not even music that they make, the music that they consume is their identity. They in their mind, if they look in the mirror and they think, Who am I? It's person who has really great taste in music specifically person who has really great taste in metal. And anytime you attack somebody's identity, they're gonna get sensitive. Yeah, like extreme sports fans, exactly. You know, the kind of people that get in a fight at a football game because they're an Eagles fan and you're a Seahawks fan and uh, they're not gonna let a Seahawks fan talk to them like that. Let's show them how Eagles fans roll. Let's show these Seahawks fans what happens if you come into Eagles territory and run your mouth. Meanwhile, you're, you're not even on the team. You know, you're just a guy in the stands that paid for a ticket to watch the guys on the team play. And it's kind of the same thing with music. I understand, like if I was to criticize somebody's band and they got angry at me, I would understand. That almost never happens. But if that happened, I would get it. You know, I'd say, hey, this is your band. You put a lot of energy into making this album. I said it sucks. I understand why you might be angry at me, which is actually why I try very hard to be you know, fair about it because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to be rude. I I don't want to put down anybody's work that you know they have, you know, legitimately poured a lot of effort into. But it's it's what it said in the chat here. People who don't have anything truly meaningful in life in their lives besides their interests. That's what it is. Their identity is being a consumer of a certain kind of music and specifically being somebody with quote unquote good taste in music. And so if I say something that criticizes. Music that they like, even if it's mild criticism, they take that as an attack on themselves as a personal attack the same way that a normal person. Might take it if you criticize their family or you suggest that they're a bad parent. You know, that's a good way to get in a fight with somebody, right? If you insult their parenting ability because they're like, what the fuck? I support my family. I take her. I'm a good parent. Don't you fucking talk about my family. Don't you insinuate that I'm a bad father. Someone might fight you over that. And I kind of understand that. But when it comes to, you know, consuming music I think that's a lot less healthy you're not the one making the music you just consume it so to me to turn consumption of music into your identity is pretty unhealthy and this is true of things far beyond just music what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission Go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash ThePunkRockMBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. And also, I want to thank Rockabilia for sponsoring this episode. If you're into merch and if you're listening to this, then I know you probably are. Then you definitely need to check out Rockabilia because they have more band merch than anybody else on the planet. Over 500,000 items. Rockabilia has everything from the usual stuff like hoodies, t-shirts, and tank tops to other stuff, accessories like belts, watches, footwear, all kinds of stuff for both men and women, which is pretty cool because my wife is always complaining about how hard it is to find good merch. They even have a children's section and they have a home decor section. So if you want to get an Opeth pint glass or a Dark Throne skateboard, they have got you covered. Rockabilia also has a lot of really cool posters and flags, which as a fan of visual arts is something that I really appreciate, and some unique items like backstage passes and tab books. I mean, you could spend all day looking through this stuff and... I would have killed to have something like this when I was a kid, so I am glad that this exists. So, if you want to check out Rockabilia and get some new merch, all you need to do is go to rockabilia.com or hit the link in the show notes of this episode and make sure to use the discount code. PRMBA that is like punk rock MBA to get 15% off your order and thanks again to Rockabilia for sponsoring this episode. I'll use movies as another example. There's this whole corner of YouTube that is just all these basically incels complaining about how SJWs ruined Star Wars and Marvel movies, right? Like, oh, the She-Hulk trailer is out and it's terrible because it's feminist garbage and blah, blah, blah. I don't have an opinion on She-Hulk. I haven't watched, I, I, don't, I don't even know. But you know what I'm talking about as far as that kind of content. If someone thinks my taste in music sucks, that's totally okay. Like, I have no issue with that. I don't care at all, like, what you think of my taste in music because my identity is not based on my taste in music. And what I wanted to talk about was specifically how unhealthy it is to base your identity around consuming things. I think it's a real problem in Western culture. I mean, I can't comment on other cultures. I can only comment on Western culture because it tells me that you have like a void in your life that you're filling with consumption. I mean, there's nothing wrong, obviously, with listening to music, watching TV, like all this stuff is totally healthy and normal and like by all means, there's nothing wrong with consuming entertainment. But I think it's really collecting is another one. Like when I see people who have turned consumption into their whole identity, like record collecting, collecting Funko Pops or whatever, or, you know, making politics into their whole identity, um, it, it's troubling. And I think with metal in particular, there's a particular kind of person who is attracted to metal and like you don't get into morbid angel or cannibal corpse or any of this metal stuff because you're the most positive person in the world right like all of us including me were attracted to this stuff in the first place because there's something you know because because something went wrong right like nobody is into this stuff because they had the perfect childhood right if you had a great childhood you listen to drake And uh, whatever's on the radio and you don't care. So it's a combination of two things um, as far as why metalheads hate me so much. Number one is that the kind of people who get into metal, generally speaking, I think are kind of negative or are coming from a place of dysfunction, which I'm not judging. Like, yeah, most of us, it would be because we were angry kids. Me too, me too. That's why I get into this stuff. So number one, I think people who are into this kind of music oftentimes are coming into it with some dysfunction. Uh, Number two A lot of them have this sort of persecution complex where they believe that the world is out to get them. Like you hear lots of times they'll say, well, I don't listen to pop because those are the kind of people that picked on me in school and bullied me and made fun of me and mocked me for the kind of music I listen to. And I'm not saying that didn't happen. It's possible, but I'm not sure that it's true. I think people don't really care what kind of music you listen to. Like, it's pretty unlikely the cheerleaders are not walking around going, oh, let's find the kids who listen to Slipknot and, and and mock them and humiliate them. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really happen, I don't think. So they have erected this sort of narrative in their head where they're this sort of persecuted community of righteous people who listen to this underappreciated kind of music that normies don't like and uh, they have to defend it. This is the sort of identity that they've constructed in their heads, almost like they're the defenders of the faith. You know, It's a sort of like cult-like mentality. And so then when somebody like me comes along and criticizes it, their response is to you know, basically rally the troops. So they rally the troops and make these angry threads about me on Reddit or whatever. And this is not about me, like whatever, I'm fine. It does not hurt me that somebody made an angry thread about me on Reddit. So I'm not I'm not complaining myself. Like, I mean, I, I don't love it. But yeah, like it says in the chat, it really is like a cult these days. The part that I wanted to sort of call attention to here is exactly that, that sort of cult-like dynamic. Because I think that if you're one of these people whose identity revolves around consuming rather than creating, and if your identity revolves around like defending the stuff that you consume, against people who are trying to attack it, I think that's kind of unhealthy. I think it's unhealthy, and I think it's a larger reflection of a lot of things that are wrong with the world right now. There's a lot of populism in general, meaning a lot of people out there on every side of the political spectrum who essentially want to weaponize your insecurity and your desire to blame your problems on other people. Every politician, what they do, is or, or corporation, whatever, anybody that wants your money or power will come along and say your shortcomings and your unhappiness is not your fault you didn't do anything wrong it's because of these people over here they're the ones to blame for your problems give me power and money or clout in this case and i will solve your problems for you i will defend this thing against the bad guys And 100% of the time, that's bullshit. 100% of the time, it's bullshit. This is right. Disenfranchised people are the first to be weaponized to cults of personality, and music is no exception. That's exactly right. It's this in-group versus out-group tribalist dynamic. To me, I find it kind of... I don't know, funny and sad that like, obviously I've been listening to metal for the majority of my life. I've been listening to metal for over 30 years. You know what I mean? And you can think that I have shitty taste, whatever. I don't care. I'm not here to like defend my metal cred, but I find it sad that there's people like this who um, like I have actually done a lot to document and promote the things that they love, but because in their mind, if you don't check all the boxes exactly right, you're the enemy. And so you see this in a lot of parts of society right now where if you don't rigidly conform to every aspect of the checklist, you're excommunicated, right? I mean, this is like why people hate wokeness, because like if you don't use all the right words in exactly the right way, then people on Twitter are going to get mad at you and call you racist or whatever. And it's kind of the same thing with metal where like, oh, if you don't praise all the exact right bands in exactly the right way, then you get excommunicated from the cult. Right. And I think that that's just kind of fundamentally unhealthy behavior. And I believe that that's the reason why a lot of people in metal hate me. I will also take some responsibility and say that um, sometimes I've also been an asshole. I think I have like deliberately sort of mocked metal people and in those scenarios like obviously i can't complain like my black metal video i made fun of those people a lot i sort of thought that they would laugh along with it but like i will admit i made fun of them a lot and i can understand why they you know might dislike me for that because i was kind of I was bullying them, but they deserved it. Somebody's got to bully the bullies. It is my job to bring balance back to the multiverse by gatekeeping the gatekeepers. Give me your power and money so that I can defend you against the bad guys. That's what I'm trying to say. I will acknowledge that sometimes I have maybe antagonized them a little bit. And if that's the case, I can't be mad that they don't like me. But the point I really wanted to make here is just about this sort of like toxic nature of this in-group, out-group like tribalist kind of dynamic that exists in metal and by no means it happens in lots of other places in addition to metal but I wanted to call that out specifically because I think it's really unhealthy I don't think it's good for metal for like the health of the genre I don't think it's good for the health of the people in it and I think it's really unfortunate it's kind of sad and I would hope that you know as people are starting to understand that gatekeeping sucks I would hope that they will also understand that this kind of like tribalist thing kind of sucks too and people should stop doing it but give me your power and your money that's what i'm trying to say they're the bad guys metalheads are the bad guys i'm the good guy give me money and power so that i can protect you against the metal fans that's what i'm trying to say vote for finn give me your money vote for me give me power i will protect you against the bad guys that's the real message here (laughs) All right, my friends, that does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer